This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome to Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. I'm Nigel Seeley, and joining me is the ATP ATP senior handicapper for Because We Win. Uh, it's Sean Calvert. Sean, I still can't get over the introduction. I, 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 You're the I, one that keeps doing it. Well, that's what you are. You, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to give you your 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 fancy new title. But it's a it's a mouthful for me, so it must be a mouthful for okay. you. But uh, how are you, mate? You're right. How's how's it been? What did you think of the first week of the ATP tour? I think we were a bit unlucky, weren't we, with um with Sinner? I mean, it's something I've mentioned before with with the Annex Sinner. I've mentioned it a few times about his body breaking down him. Um, it's one of the reasons I've not backed him to win uh, or tipped him to win majors. But you wouldn't have expected it to happen in a in a 250 where he's only got to play three or four matches. Um, but yeah, a little bit unlucky there. But yeah, great match today, wasn't it? Djokovic and, and Korda. Mm. Um, you know, incredible match there. And Korda once again, so he showed quite a few times. I know it, this was, a, this was a, a big occasion, but he does he does struggle to serve sets and matches out sometimes, Korda. Although statistically, you know, he was he was well behind um, on the, the data of the match. Didn't really deserve to win it on the data of the match. But yeah, it was a great spectacle, wasn't it? He took a he had a match point, didn't he? he had a match point mm-hmm. in the second set. Yeah. Couldn't take it against the world number one. And you know, we start a new year. You know, we said that last week that uh, maybe it's a good time to oppose favourites, looking for people to challenge. And we didn't have a Djokovic defies favouritism and wins the first tournament in Adelaide. Um, just yeah, saving yeah, a match just. point in the process. Yeah, we did also say uh, oh, I did we've it. had Corder before, haven't we? We had Corder. I remember I had him in Washington DC last year. And he got he got really unlucky. He had to play two matches in one day in the extreme heat, and we were unlucky with that. And I've had him several times, Corder, but not this week. But that's the way it goes, you know. Same thing with mm. Felix. We had him the week before he went on a great run last year. That's sometimes that's how it goes. Yeah, and but there's a big mover on the Australian Open market. Uh, Sebastian Corder, still the top price uh, with Bet Rivers at uh, plus six thousand. But a lot of other books have have slashed him in half. Uh, expect that money to come for Corder on the evidence of what people have seen, and I would expect that plus six thousand to probably shorten during the day. Uh, obviously, the big news on the tennis, not what we were watching on court, but off court, obviously was yeah. the news that world number one Carlos Alcaraz and the U.S. Open champion misses the Australian Open. This year, mm. which has seen huge ramifications in Bet Rivers' uh, odds to win the Australian Open, Novak Djokovic okay. now is minus money. He's minus one ten to win the Australian Open. Uh, Medvedev is plus four fifty. Kyrgios uh, is plus fourteen hundred uh, alongside Tsitsipas uh, and Felix at sixteen hundred. Um, what do you think about that news of of Alcaraz? Would you be quite concerned for his chances in twenty twenty three, or would you think you know? It took a lot out of him at the end of last season. And, you know, what we've seen in the first week, is there anybody you think that could potentially be a, a little bit of value in the early uh, Australian Open men's betting? Yeah, I'm not sure conditions are, are, would have been perfect for Alcaraz anyway with these quick 
these quick uh, AO balls and the, the quick conditions and the sunshine. I, I, I wouldn't have thought Alcaraz would have been my favourite, certainly to to win the tournament anyway. Um, what price did you say Nadal was? There? I think Nadal's the one that interested Nadal's me. Nadal's 1400. But he, you yeah. know, he's, he's number one seed. I didn't win a game though. He played just, two yeah, games. His and... form's, yeah, sorry. His form, his form is awful at the minute. That's, that's, that's why he's that price. But we've, we've seen the class players come in and win this tournament with no form before. I remember Federer won it a few years ago, 25 to one. Um, you know, I wouldn't be that concerned about Nadal's form, really. If, if you're offering me 14 to 1 about Nadal at the minute, I, I think that's that's interesting. He's only going to get better, isn't he? He's not going to stay uh, at, at a low level. I know he's lacking well, matches just, and I stuff, just, but he came in last year. He didn't, he didn't have any matches at the back end of last year, did he at all? He, I think he played one warm-up tournament in Melbourne, then he ended up winning the tournament. So I'm not saying Nadal's a, a certainty, but I think he's a, I think he's a pretty... Decent price, the most attractive of the prices I've seen. I think it's a good trading price. I think he's. A, I think mm. you can take the fourteen hundred now and then perhaps get out of it. But in the second week of the tournament, I think he'll breeze through the first week as he does. But in the second week, with the heat over five sets with some younger players, um, I would be worried about Nadal. I can see where you're coming from for the value now, but I just think it, mm. for me it would be a just thinking bet. about the value. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be a bet that I would want to be getting out of, of the. Uh, the second uh, second part of the tournament. Anyway, that's that's in a couple of weeks' time. You know, we're talking about the Australian Open. But last week, yeah. uh, you said it was a bit unlucky, but we showed profit, a very, very tiny profit, 0.10 units on the week. But profit is profit, as my profit as, profit. as my dad always used to tell me. So we started off pretty much <laughs> flat, but a uh, little plus by the side of it, which was a, a fair reflection. We did well on the matches. You know, the matches we did on the first round, I think we went 4-0. Uh, it was our outright picks that uh, led us down. But uh, this week, we've got two tournaments. It's uh, Adelaide 2, uh, like Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Jaws 2. Jules, yeah. The return of the Noli, uh, the Adelaide 2. Will be better. So Adelaide 2 this week and the ASB Classic uh, in Auckland, which we're going to come yeah. on to secondary, which is going to be a very interesting betting uh, event because of what we saw in the women's event last week. But let's yeah. start with Adelaide 2. Um, it was very fast conditions last week, wasn't it? It's the same, same court. Same conditions. Might be even quicker this week, I would suggest, because it's explain the weather to me why, is... Explain to us why that is the case. I just think that the, the weather is... The, the forecast suggests that it's going to be hotter this week. Um, there was a two or three days last week and it wasn't, it wasn't particularly hot by Adelaide and Australia standards in general. So you, you would think the hotter it is, the quicker the balls would fly through the air off the surface. Might, there won't be much in it. It'll still be, it'll still be quick. It might just be a shade quicker. Because I think last year, off the top of my head, if I remember right, there were, there were two Adelaide tournaments, and I think one had eighty-two percent holds or eighty-one, and the other one had eighty-six percent holds. Um, I know there are sometimes different players in the field. Maybe there were some bigger servers in the second week, but it, I suspect it'll be a little bit quicker because it's supposed to be at least thirty, getting up to about thirty-four every day uh, this week in Adelaide. So it might just be a shade quicker. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was it was. Quite a, quite a, a tournament that went to the favourites last week, wasn't it? I mean, we looked at the. It was a very strong field, there wasn't it? Class players in it. You know, yeah, and so. it's, not, it's it's nowhere near that kind of uh, a field this week. So the, the, there is a potential that we could get some uh, some more of uh, some outside siders doing well because it's quite and there's a withdrawals field. as well, isn't there? There's withdrawals it always yeah. happens the week before a grand slam. It's happened to me already this morning. I've, I've already placed one bet, which has just been voided because because of withdrawal. So uh, the main well, the what main one is Sebastian Gro- uh, Sebastian Corder. Sebastian Grosje was going back to about nineteen. He's not in it, is he? He's not. He's not. Well, he's <laughs> a fade. If he is, he's older than me. He's a fade. Uh, yeah, Sebastian Corder obviously uh, goes out. Let's have a look at the betting uh, for the Adelaide uh, plus three twenty Rublev uh, plus seven. 
Catching off plus eight, Karina Buster. I expect Karina Buster to probably come down a little bit on the back of the quarter. News there. Um, Ruzavora, 12, 14, Tommy Paul, 14, Dan Evans, uh, 14, Kekmanovic, uh, 16, Kokonakis. Uh, so there's, they're, the, they're the leading contenders. Um, mm. Really, really, to be fair, there's not really many um, any on that list that you would be saying, I've got to, I've got to be betting them. I think they all look quite beatable, those players, don't they? I think this is really difficult, this Adelaide draw. I've, I've looked at this from numerous different angles and I keep going down blind alleys with it because I, I fancy one player and then I think, well, he's he's got a bad matchup or a bad head-to-head with somebody later on in, in the tournament, which which would probably happen. Um, for example, I've looked at Rubliev and thought, well, later on down the line, he's probably going to have to play Bautista, who beat him last week and who's who's got a, a very strong record against Rubliev on, on outdoor hard. Which would put me off back in Rubliev. I mean, I'm not, I'm not keen on Rubliev at short prices anyway. Certainly not the week before a major, because you know, any any players they feel a little bit of a tweak or whatever, they're they're not going to go all out to win this tournament, are they? Just so close to Melbourne. Um, Bautista, I got himself. I think he's, he just lacks a bit of consistency now at, at, at this sort of stage of his career. Um, that's kind of in the top half of the draw, and and the bottom half. If you're looking at Carreño Busti, you think, oh, he's Okay, he's got a decent draw now that Calder's not in it, but he's got a terrible record against Kishanov. Kishanov himself was beaten by Rindakanesh at this very tournament last year, so he might have a difficult opening match. So it's, they're all kind of... And Draper's in there as well, isn't he? Um, but he's a left-hander, and Tommy Paul's got a great rocket record against left-handers, and they'd probably have to play in the in the next round. So it's, it's, it's taking me down a dark alley that I've not really emerged from, to be honest, with this one. Yeah, it does look at, it does look at all of them. One thing that I... Um... I, I was looking at the draw myself, and there was one thing that made me think about a couple of players and, and, a, and a strategy I wanted to mention you on here. I remember okay. you saying to me towards the end of last year that players will be playing to get a seeding for mm. the uh, for the major that's coming up. So players at the end of last year, I think we spoke just at the tournament just before the US Open, and you were saying yeah. the players in around 33, 34, they might be a little bit more motivated because they can get in the in the in the seedings for the for the yeah. uh, upcoming US Open. And that certainly looks a case for a few players in this Adelaide draw. And one player that I thought of was Tommy Paul, um, ranked around about 33, 34 in the rankings. Would that be a strategy that would cross your mind coming into match betting or maybe even the outright tournament winner in Adelaide? I would I would have to check the rules, actually. I think I think that it's done the week before, isn't it? Doesn't it right. go on the week before seedings rather so, than okay, so they're done. week they're to come? Done. Yeah, done. I th- off the top of my head, I think that's You're that's probably done. right. I'd good, job I never rules, pulled the think, good job I never pulled the trigger on that. I think it's done two weeks before. I'd have to, I'd have to check it. I, I don't think. think I see... think. I think because the seeds come out and was coming out Wednesday during the tournament, when they? So yeah, I, don't, yeah. I think it's already done. Stupidity from Seedy again. I apologise for uh, for that. I mean, well, I should. I should. Kind of find angles. It's you know that's what that's what we well, do. Your, that's your nickname was the protractor. You find all the <laughs> angles. That's what I'm going to call. Sometimes you. Sometimes I've I've really struggled with this Adelaide two draw. What I'll probably do is wait until. The first matches are out of the way, and then then have another look at the outright because it's just there's there's nothing that strikes me as worth backing as far as value is concerned at the moment on the prices that I've seen. No, let's have a look at some uh, matches, and I should be able to get them up on my graphic here if I can. I, I'm trying I'm trying to get the hang of this graphic, but oh, okay. let's see if I can. <laughs> I had uh, last week I shared something on you, and it stayed on my on my oh, graphic for, for ages. I couldn't get rid of it. 
It, it froze my it. whole computer up for weeks. It's graphic. It kept on coming up. It was like the first round. I didn't know what I did. I had to force quit it. I didn't have a clue what was going on. But there's some uh, matches on the first round in Adelaide too. Uh, these yeah. are the most competitive games with Bet Rivers. Um, Jack Draper, minus 235. We've got Sonego. I spoke to James Blake last week on Game Better Match from a tennis uh, from a player's perspective, and he gave uh, mm. Sonego as a player he thinks could have a very good year this year. So he's plus 180. Dan Evans minus 205. Kokonakis is one here before, minus 136. Rindanik is minus 139. And Maxim Cressy minus 141 against uh, the guy who got through to the final last week in New Zealand. Uh, Benjamin Bonzi at plus 115. Uh, talk us through them games if there's any value there, Sean, for you. I'm, I'm interested in what James Blake had to say about Senego. What, what, what was his... Well, we, we spoke about players that could potentially break through to the top 20, and we spoke about players who can potentially break into the top 50. So we looked at players just outside, and he gave Sonego as a player he thought this season could break into the top 20. He felt that his all-court game was getting better and better. He felt that he was uh, he was very impressed with his game as a whole, and he thought that mm. he could uh, challenge a lot more on faster hard courts than what his form has shown. You know, he'd, he'd come out and he was always a very... Uh, much a clay quarter in his early career, but he thinks that uh, this year, that, you know, he could challenge into the top 20 if he keeps up the points ranking in the clay events, which, um, you know, he's got no pressure now, but at plus 180, uh, Jack Draper minus 235, the only, the only thing here, it's going to be very, very fast, which should shoot, uh, should suit Draper, but Draper was mm. terrible, wasn't he, in that game against uh, Kachanov um, last week in the game that I went over the games. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all about matchups, isn't it, Tennis? I mean, Sonego, for me, is someone that I wouldn't particularly fancy against left-handers. His backhand isn't isn't great, kind of mediocre. Um, I'm not convinced about. I'm not sure I see Sonego as a top twenty player. To be honest, I always find him very, very, very streaky. You know, he'll do nothing for months on end, and then he'll just pop up and win a tournament out of nowhere. He does that quite often, Sonego. I'm not sure he's got the consistency. I'm not sure his his backhand is good enough for, for top twenty personally. But you know. I'm not. I'm not the former world number four, so <laughs> uh, we'll see about that. But I think I think it, it, this matchup I would think would suit Draper, but I, the the price is 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 too short for me. I, I remember back in Draper actually against Sonego, Um I think I had him on the set handicap when they played at altitude on the clay in Madrid. I think it was it was last season, and Draper was a three point four six chance that day. I'm sure you can convert that into American pretty quickly. Um, Plus two fifty. Yeah, and he won it in straight sets. Um, so I just think this price is too short on Draper. I would expect Draper to, to win that match on the matchup, but I wouldn't back him at that price. Anything else there you like, Sean? Anything else you want Have you got the graphic back up? Can you put the graphic Oh, back hang up? on a minute. Now you're asking me. Now you're asking me. <laughs> Once was enough. Yeah, okay, yeah, I know you said Bonzi, so on, we can definitely go. talk about that. We'll talk about Bonzi. Oh, God, I've got the wrong one again. Oh, no. Hang on a minute. Let me I'll just talk about Bonzi while he's talking that out. This is, uh, go on, talk about Bonzi. I'll, 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 go on, this was This was a match that, because obviously I look at these matches as soon as the draw comes out, and I, I have to wait quite a while for the prices to come out. So I was hoping that that um, Cressy would be underdog here based on Bonzi's obviously excellent form recently and the fact that he's just a better tennis player than Cressy. But yeah, it's gone the other way, hasn't it? The, the, the bookies are putting a lot a lot in on fatigue on this one, aren't they? Mm-hmm. This is just on fatigue. If these two players were fresh, Bonzi would be favourite. But it's it, this price is just based on the fact that Bonzi's got a... Not only has he played a lot of tennis, he's got a, a journey to, to make from Pune and there's jet lag involved as well, isn't there, on the way 
to Adelaide. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd, I've gone from wanting to back Cressy, but I'm not. I couldn't back him at minus one forty-one. That's that's too short. For me. He was the same as I think we, when we sent we shared our bets on the uh, the WhatsApp group this morning. I, I think we both very similar way of thinking, which is pretty unusual for the pair of us, really, especially in the first yeah, round. Don't but Cressy get no Cressy was definitely someone I wanted to bet. I, I thought it might be a pick and match. I thought maybe sort of minus one ten each or. Maybe I'm almost he... tempted to back Bonzi at that price, but yeah. I, it's, it's just gone too far. But I think I, I the did, other way. I think obviously that is such a, a thing that to to get against the player who's done so well in the week before. And I think the bookmaker there was a real good strategy, wasn't it? Like in the early days of tennis betting, but now I think that the, the bookmakers are a lot more sharper than that. <laughs> they make, they sort of reflect the price, and maybe they've gone a little bit too far here. But Cressy was definitely mm-hmm. the one that I wanted to uh, to bet. I starred when the draw came out, but at yeah, minus one forty one, I couldn't bet him. It's the same, but I mean, Bonzi did look tired in the in the latter stages of that Pune final, and he's got he's got obviously a journey to make, and he's got a Grand Slam coming up in in, in you know seven eight days. Yeah, that's that's why that price is is how it is at the minute. So pretty much, even though it's the first round match at start at all, those odds look about right in reflection, doesn't it? There doesn't seem to be much real value in in the Adelaide tournament as we stand, is there really? I think these are difficult. Yeah, the qualifying is yet to complete, isn't it? So there's several first round matchups that haven't been. Haven't been made yet. Um, there's also injury issues to, to think about as well. If you're looking at that match that you just showed there, Kokinakis against Popperin, both those guys were um, slightly injured last week. Uh, Kokinakis withdrew from the doubles with a what I think was a knee injury, and Popperin he had the trainer out. I think it was a back problem towards the last stages of his match against um, Nishioka. So both of those two questionable uh, in terms of their their fitness. Um, Rinder Kinesh is an interesting one. 33 to 1 outright. That's that's one to, to think about. He's made the final here before in Adelaide. Um he's the first round match against Huesler, that's not easy in quick conditions. Uh Huesler actually won the last their last match, which had played on grass. Uh seven six in the third. If I remember rightly, Rinder Kinesh scored about nine or ten points more than Huesler in that match, but Huesler ended up nicking it in a in a um in a final set tiebreak. Um, so that that one's tricky as well. I just think these are Evans. Is it Evans against um, McDonald? Another one you've got on there. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, you would ex- you would expect Evans to beat McDonald, um, but not not a massively appealing price. But yeah, I mean, it's a very very short price. Can you, can you hear the the rain lashing? Is that what that is? Yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> It's unbelievable. I it's can hear really, it. Yeah. Really, these microphones rain. are very good, though. They pick up everything. I know, I know, I know. But um, yeah, the rain is absolutely lashing down here. No rain, obviously. In uh, uh, we're going to worry about over in uh, in Australia this week. But uh, there's been well, plenty of rain. There is. Well, Definitely. that's what's going to come on to. I was going to come <laughs> on to that. very nicely. Come on to that. So, so the one before we come on to the the tournament in Auckland, though, let's just just you know, yeah. we, there's no bet. There's no real bet in Adelaide. And I don't think that's a bad Mine thing. Mine got think... voided. Yeah, it got voided. Yeah, I, I, I had Rusevori plus Yeah, but three I don't think that's a bad one. thing. I mean, it's the start of the season. Everyone watching the show wants to have a bet. But the thing is, sometimes when there isn't any value, the best thing to do is just keep your powder in, dry and, and put your hat, don't put your, take your, your money out from this, up for just having a sake of a wager. So really, oh, if yeah, there isn't no value, just you know, don't worry about it. And this Adelaide draw does look very difficult. Uh, I do think that the, the favourites... Uh, I think we agree that the favourites are worth probably fading on the on the, the tournament winner market. We probably couldn't couldn't bet them, but um, there probably be something later in the week. And obviously, myself and Sean will be back on Tuesday. Uh, last show, last week's show on Tuesday was the highest ever downloads for uh, a show on Game Better Match. Thank you very much for downloading us 
on your Spotify um, provider. And uh, hopefully you can keep doing the same next week. We'll come on that at the end of the show. But let's move across. You know, we did say there was a bit of rain and there's obviously a little bit of rain around in New Zealand last week. And obviously that makes it very Big difficult. Problem. Big problems. Explain what happened last week and why you sort of, again, come in a little bit of caution uh, in the event this week in Auckland. Yeah, I mean, we just don't know what the conditions are going to be. Um, the WTA event was held the week before, as in the week just gone, the week just finished. Um, and a lot of those matches were played indoors because it was raining the whole time. Um, obviously, not only is it changing in the sense that it's it's supposed to be an outdoor hard tournament, then it's going into indoor hard. These indoor hard courts in in, um, in Auckland were really quick. Um, if you looked at the, the, the data of, of the service holds, of the WTA um, ladies last week, it was it was right up there amongst the quickest um, conditions all year, and we just don't know which matches are going to be played indoors and which ones are, are not, um, just because of the weather. You know, the weather forecast again looks very poor uh, in Auckland this week. There's an awful lot of rain in that forecast. I think the first day, uh, Monday's play, I think they might get that done outside because there isn't that much rain around, but it's extremely strong winds. It's, it's often very windy in Auckland anyway. You know, they do a lot of sailing there. You know, it's the city of sails. It's always it always, it's always quite windy. But it's a 30, I think it's 31 kilometer mile an hour wind supposed to be there on Monday. Um, so if they play outdoors, it's going to be extremely windy. There's also rain in the forecast for later in the day. So some of the matches might get moved indoors or they might hold them over for the next day, which has also got an awful lot of rain in the forecast. So as betters, we we don't know where which matches are going to be played in what conditions. We, we really are having to guess. And I've made an assumption from the weather forecast that quite a few of these matches are going to be played indoors. Yeah, let's have a look at the outright market. Obviously, as Sean has just broken down perfectly there, it's very, very difficult to have a bet. But um, these are the future markets, and we're going to run through them uh, very, very quickly there. Uh, a lot of big, big players in the tournament here. Obviously, Casper uh, Ruud, uh, he could he could win it, or he could really, on the conditions, make everything with Ruud. Plus 320 there. Um, we've got uh, Norrie, who beat uh, Nadal. Did he beat Nadal last week? Yeah, he did. He had a really good tournament in the United Cup. Played three and won three. Uh, well, he's crossed... from Auckland, isn't he? So he's, yeah, he's, 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 I think, I think out of the two of them, if someone said to me which one I want to bet, I'd, I'd bet Cam Norrie ahead of... Um, Head of Casper Ruud in this tournament. Uh, his that... record on indoor hard is is poor. Cam Norrie's record is not good on indoor hard. So if a lot of these matches are played indoors, and it was a very quick surface. A lot of the WTA players were complaining. It was it was really slippery as well. Some of them said it was dangerous because it was it was very slippery, very quick. You know, Norrie's never got further than a. I think his best result in a in an indoor hardcore tournament was the semi-finals of a challenger. So he's he wouldn't want slick, quick, slippery indoor conditions. That, no. that is an absolute no-no for, as far as Norrie's concerned. But he's Isner, uh... Isner hasn't got a great record indoors either. I think his last title indoors was sorry, his last final indoors was 2016. Wow. Um, so I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too keen on him. He's obviously at the right of the latter stages of his career now, and yet he had injury problems at the end of last season as well. So the other thing to bear in mind is that if 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 the players have done what I've done and looked at the weather forecast, which I'm sure they have, they might just think, well. What is the point in this? We're just going to be hanging around either on, you know, on court, off court, playing indoors, which some of them don't don't want, and it wouldn't be great preparation, would it, for Melbourne? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if some of them just went, you know what? I'm just not going to bother much in yeah. my first round match. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to head to to Melbourne where it's where it's 32 degrees and the conditions are perfect for, for the week after. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some 
questionable efforts in this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you look at that first column, all those players there from plus 300 down to plus 2,000, every single one of them you can oppose, can't you? I mean, you wouldn't be any of them. You I wouldn't fancy Schwartzman on in, on indoor hard, quick indoor you, hard. You, you wouldn't. Um, or, well, Gasquet is unlikely. Goffin, you never know with Goffin anyway, do you? I mean, it's, he might have a good week, he might not. doesn't have a great record at, in this part of the world. Um, Goffin, but yeah, I've I've, t- I've taken a couple here uh, on yeah. on the basis that I hope it's going to be played mainly indoors on on the fast conditions. So let's have a look at that uh, that second sort of bracket there, and I think all our picks are in that second row. You've got you've gone for two here this week, and I've gone for two here this week. Let's start okay. with your two, Sean, and uh, take us away uh, with who you think is going to be the value in this Auckland tournament. Well, I've I've taken a chance on on Ugo Umbert, who who is actually the Technically, he's the defending champion here because this has not been played since 2020 when when Humbert won it. Uh, I think he beat Ben Watt Pair in the final that year, if I remember rightly. He's got a really good record here. He's, he's won eight of the nine matches that he's played in Auckland. Um, obviously enjoys it here. Desperately needs a boost in in rankings after dropping a long way in the rankings um, last year. He had such a, a poor season by, by his, his previously high standards last year. Um, you never do really know what you're going to get with Umbert. You know, he can be very, very good, or he can just be, you know, full of full of errors. So it's we are we are taking a bit of a punt that he's going to have a good week. But uh, they're they're great conditions for him. Indoor conditions, he's always played well. Indoor hard, fast conditions suits his attacking game. Um, worth a chance for me in a draw like this, where he might well be one of the more motivated players. Um, having won here before and, and in need of those ranking points. So I, I, I'm happy to take uh, the 20 to 1 on Humbert. And, and the second one I've taken is another Frenchman, Quentin Halis, um, 25 to 1. Played really well last week in, in Adelaide. Brushed aside Jordan Thompson in his first match and then only lost 7 6, 7 6 to Djokovic, um, which is no disgrace, is it? And on top of that, yeah, he indoor conditions, they suit his. Big serving, big hitting game. Well, if you take the wind out of the equation, that's that's much more uh, in in Halis's favour. Uh, in uh, indoor hard, made five finals last year on indoor hard uh, at challenger level, admittedly, and he won two of them. But he's a career high ranking at the minute, full of confidence. You know, if, if he if he plays his best tennis, um, he can certainly beat a lot of these. There's a lot of clay quarters in this in this draw. Um, on his best form, definitely got a chance. Yeah, uh, it was an all-French final last time. You've gone for two French picks. Ooh la la, Mr. Calvert. Ooh mm. la la. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go for two Americans. I've gone for two Americans here at big prices. I'm going to go for okay. JJ Wolf at 33s. Um, yeah, I think he's got a decent chance. I think we uh, we both like his chances in his match, I think, against Manorino. Um, obviously, Cam Norrie is, is the likely quarter-finalist, but I think... Wolf at 33 to 1. No one should be afraid of the big bad wolf at 33 to 1. And the other one I'm gone for is another American, Ben Shelton at 25s. Um, talking about a player on indoors. Ben Shelton is 20 was 24 and 2 last year on indoors. Um he won yeah, his last good game three for indoors, yeah. indoors. He won the last three indoor titles, all at Challenger event. Uh, obviously, he got beat in, in the first tournament last week against Duckworth at uh, in Australia. But Duckworth in Australia this time of year is, is a tough opponent. I always like to bet Duckworth whenever he plays. Yeah, it. he's not going to give anything away. No, is he? Not give, and this is his time of year. 
But uh, against Sebastian Bays in the first round, I can't Should imagine. Bays, I can't yeah. imagine Bays really fancy in these conditions. And so Bays is injured as well. He had an injury problem last week. And, and in that quarter, if he gets through to the quarterfinal, he plays Diego Schwartzman. If Schwartzman goes through, he's also got Fognini, but he's probably going to likely to play Jensen Brooksbury. Uh, I think we could have my guy in the second round, couldn't it? it could be a Halley. Oh yes, oh Halley's. Yes, Bays. sorry, Halley. So Seely Calvert up against each other in the second round, hopefully. So for me, I'm going to go same kind of strategy as you, opposing the favourites. I'm going to go for Ben Shelton at 25 to one and JJ Wolf at 33s. Uh, we've got a selection of um, second round matches. Uh, here are the ones that we have chosen, and we've got a pick there. Uh, they're the second round matches. I've got Adelaide up there, haven't I? I've got yeah. Adelaide. Uh, what am I doing here? I cannot. What happens is I've, that should now be Auckland. Is that right, Shane? It's, all... uh, it's just a black screen for me. Oh, no. Um, no, it's up now. It's up now. It's right. Up now. Okay. Sorry about that. So there's the selection of the um, first round matches. Anything that yep. you like there? Some interesting ones. Uh, Brooksby pulled out injured of Pune. Well, I assume he was injured. He pulled out of Pune last week. Um, not sure what the, the reason was. Um so possibly fitness problems here. Last time I've last time I've got a record of him actually playing was a was in an exhibition in Waikiki, in Hawaii. Nice work if you can get it. Mm. Um, in December he lost to Mackenzie McDonald in straight sets. Um, pulling out of Pune last week isn't a very positive sign for him, is it? Um, I mean, but Fognini on a quick potentially a quick indoor hard court surface. Presumably, this is the last year of Fogney in his career. He doesn't look like he's got a great deal left to offer for me. That's that's a tricky one. But the one I like is uh, is your man, Wolf, against Manorino at plus 108. Um, just basically, on the statistics, I mean, Manorino's indoor stats, if I can just get them up on my screen here. Um, I haven't got them to hand, but Wolf is is a good 2.5% better in terms of service points won, return points won, uh, combined totals. Uh, than Manorino's achieved in the last two years. Ma- Manorino, generally speaking, doesn't really do well on indoor hard. I think his win percentage is 41.7% in the last two years at main level on indoor hard. Um, and Wolf, Wolf impressed me in Florence last year on indoor hard. He played great, went all the way to the final, lost to Felix there, uh, in the, uh, Felix Auger-Aliassime in the final, but I- impressive. And th- on those stats... He's, he's got better form than Manorino and the more attacking game, which which I really like if, it, if if this is played on indoors, which we don't know, which is coming back to the problem that we had earlier. But at these prices, um, you could make an argument for Wolf potentially being the wrong underdog there. Same, the same bet as me. Uh, it's the only bet I liked here uh, in Auckland. It's uh, Wolf to win at plus 108 against Manorino. Manorino's form at the end of last season was pretty shocking. Uh, and he hasn't really done anything uh, in the he last... He lost to Borna Goggio last week, didn't he? Yeah. In the United Cup, I think. He, I think he produced a shot of the year so far. They reckon it's a shot that's going to be the shot of the year already in one of those games. Did he? So, uh, apart from that shot, the other the other shots after that weren't that great. So, Although he lost. So. Yeah, he lost. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, and, and again, James Blake gave uh, JJ Wolf as a player to follow this year. Could break in the top 50. Uh, thought he wanted to wanted to he was even talking about you know, on on Wednesday he said that JJ Wolf uh, was the man to be in so it's two Americans for me uh, and with uh, Wolf and I'm going for Brent Ben Shelton and it's two French players for Sean 
um, and Halley's and uh, the other one was Humbert. Humbert, who's, who's actually a defending champion, like Paul, um, that Shaw said in 2020 was the last time he's played. It hasn't been played for two years because of COVID. Uh, Shaw, uh, sorry about my graphics. Are they absolutely appalling show by me? Um, and we, I need to I need to sharpen that up. I've got so many things open. And I don't, I don't, I, don't have, I need to close them all down. I've got so many different things open, but uh, we'll get there in the end. We'll get there by the sort of championship, no problem. About November time, we'll be November, okay. yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. Uh, but last week it was a winning week for Sean and myself here. Uh, we'll be continuing update the figures. Nothing really of any note in Adelaide. A very tricky draw. Well, mine we'll got voided, didn't it? My, my yeah. bet got voided there, which was annoying. Yeah, Sean's bet got voided. But we'll be back on Tuesday, and I'm sure we'll see see what the conditions are like, and we'll definitely have some plays there. Uh, remember, Game Better Match now on Betting Weekly is available five days a week um, for Sunday, uh, Tuesday, and Thursday. It's uh, myself and Sean. Uh, Monday, it's Roy Giovanni, who gave a winner last week on his debut with Sabalenka. Uh, so it was a great start from him. And obviously on Wednesday, I talked to the great James Blake, who looks at it from a tennis perspective. We'll be breaking down probably Alcaraz and the Australian Open with him. Uh, the build-up to Australian Open continues, so please make sure you uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, at the Bet Rivers Network. You can give myself and Sean and all the fabulous handicappers we have uh, a follow at Because We Win on the joint handle we share. And Obviously, please keep those downloads going on your whatever uh, podcast provider you like to use. Last week, we had our best ever week uh, at the start of 2023. We're up to number three in the Apple charts in the UK and uh, number four in the American charts, which was a fantastic achievement. And we had um, the most downloaded ever show we've ever had last Tuesday with myself and Sean. So thank you very much for that. Keep watching, keep subscribing. If you've got any questions, uh, please give us a tweet and we'll mention them on next week. Uh, like I say, we're on here five times a week now. Uh, Sean, uh, thank you very much for joining me. I'm sorry about the weather. Pleasure. Weather. Can you hear that? The weather is... It's, Sun's it's, out here. I don't know what your problem is. It's fine. Uh, it's smashing against the window. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. Hopefully the weather might be like this in Auckland and our indoor players and our picks that so, we've, yeah. we've, achieved, we've gone with uh, get to play indoors and avoid that rain. Uh, take care, everyone, and we'll speak to you again tomorrow. Myself and Roy Girani on the, uh, the WTA show and myself and Sean will be back on Tuesday. Take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. <laughs>